0: Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. Yes, welcome back. It's never easy to be a parent. I'm just thinking back to the last like hour of my life. (laughs) I seriously am. Uh, And it doesn't matter what age, and they say, well, it gets easier. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. It's just a different easier, maybe. Uh, And with that, It's always great to have some help, especially a coach. We have athletes using coaches. We have people who are in business using business coaches. What about a parent coach? I found one for you, and she is a certified conscious parenting coach, authentically helping you parent your kids. And today we're gonna center a little bit more on younger children. And all that's involved with them and this thing called regulation. I'm not even sure what that is, but she knows what that is, and she's back with us. Jahanvi Shah joins us on the program. Welcome. How are you doing today?
1: I'm doing great, Steve. Thank you for having me back here. It's always great to chat with you.
0: Yeah, it's always great to to learn more and more uh, about being a parent, and even looking back, things we could have done and what we should be doing now. Free masterclass. I said free classes in session we're going to talk about how you can sign up for that in just a little bit so when we talk about younger years younger children what are some of the misconceptions that or misunderstandings that you often hear from parents
1: yeah uh it's you know we we're talking about younger kiddos so you know i think the you know one right off the bat is that we expect young kids to Just get it. (laughs) You know, we expect them to get the rules, uh, just know exactly what we're telling them, you know, and just because they understand our words and they can talk, right? You know, they have so many, there are so many toddlers who have language and they can talk and they can reason with us. So we expect that their emotional life is equally advanced and they should just get it and they should just put their shoes on or you know they shouldn't freak out over a wrong color cup they got or they should get you uh you know maybe a ketchup at this restaurant they only have mustard at this restaurant and you know sorry it's just you know uh just mustard and you know that you know the you know that and that would you know with toddlers we get big reaction right or overreaction you know is so common in toddlerhood and yet you know you're dispelling this myth that you know terrible twos right like they're only terrible because we don't know about child development you know i wanted
0: to can i just jump in and tell you just brought back a memory my mom used to call it terrible twos all the time and i guess maybe a little bit more i have a twin sister so i guess it was terrible twos times two i don't know
1: oh my goodness
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah i haven't heard that in a long time but yeah and it's like you know it's it's so sad we say Terrible twos. It's a negative. So right away we're thinking negative. Right away, I believe in energy too. Right away you're sending that energy to your kid about it being a terrible time situation and everything. But uh yeah, I, I think a lot of parents can relate to what you just said.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. and you know, it's it's you know, like I said, you know, if we knew the child development and the brain development, right? If we did, we wouldn't consider them terrible. We 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 consider them normative. Right. <laughs> and, you know, I, I know it's difficult, but I think when we have the facts, when we have the science, we understand the development of a young child. It just makes more sense to us that hmm. they are not here to get you, or they are not giving you hard time intentionally. They just don't have it in them yet. You know, so I just-
0: I truly it. believe where your value, huge value, comes in, in that we as parents we don't understand how that little mind is working. At all, just don't no yeah. idea. And we look at it in a different way, where just being difficult, they're trying to get their way, all of that stuff, but it's so not true. And I believe if if we got schooled on a lot of this stuff, we'd be able to understand it and then deal with it. And you gave some examples last time we got together uh, any any thoughts on that in terms of what we we misunderstand about their minds or what their minds are doing? Um, when they have a meltdown, when they're asking for things, when they're cranky and tired and can't sleep, when they don't want to eat, things like that.
1: It's like I said, it's understanding, you know, they're at what stage, you know, and, and each child is so different. We touched upon that too last sure. time. You know. Uh, that maturity comes, you know, could come at a four-year-old or at a six or seven. You know, it, it's it's very different. There is no set time for that. Yeah. Uh, and you know, another example, you know, I love to give. Like, you know, when we talked about that having ketchup, uh, not having ketchup at the restaurant or their favorite meal there, right? Like they throw it. But you know, when we come in with a lot of compassion, like when we understand it, then they, you know, with maturity, eventually at four, six, seven, whatever, they're going. Going to not get that mac and cheese perhaps their favorite meal at that restaurant um they're not going to throw that tantrum they're going to understand that okay yes i'm disappointed mom uh oh, i wish they had it uh you know can you make me mac and cheese tomorrow for lunch i guess i'll just have grilled cheese sandwich instead right but when we come in with harshness or control or, mm. you know, uh, and, you know, I get it, you know, there is a waiter waiting <laughs> and we are getting embarrassed and this child is throwing a tantrum here and yelling and screaming because there's no mac and cheese at this restaurant. Like it's hard for parents to really, uh, you know, in, in conscious parenting, we call it mind sight, which is similar to putting yourself into their shoes. And, uh, you know, it be not get, you know, once we can do that and come in with compassion that, okay, I get it, you know, you, you know, you wanted this and it's not there, I'm sorry, you know, like, this is a learning process for them. And when we come in with a lot of compassion and understanding, I mean, you know, they will mature and they will learn, their brain will develop, they will feel that safety and security within their nervous system to come over that and and learn eventually. And and with some kids, it may, like I said, there's no timeline. So you, there's a lot of patience, right, with parenting involved. And eventually they're going to get it and and understand, okay, there is not and I how to pick something else today. And it's okay.
0: What I'm getting from you, and I, I still remember you said this last time. And by the way, before I even go there, you're bringing back more memories. Like I can just, <laughs> an anxiety. I can remember those times literally walking out of the restaurant because I didn't want the other people in the restaurant to be affected by the meltdown. Like carrying my son outside <laughs> and just, you know trying to calm them down. But what I'm getting from you is the compassion key that you, as a parent, no matter what you need to maybe take that deep breath or five and relax with that child and, and understand and show empathy. And we may we may think we're doing it, but I'm feeling that we're probably not doing it to the point where we should, because when it happens over and over again, as a parent, you want your kid to be happy. You don't, you want to be happy and you get frustrated you think that's that's what's happening with a lot of us as parents?
1: It's happening a lot, and in if you remember, in the very first time we talked, to, Steve, I said how our, how we were parenting, how that's coming up in our parenting. So maybe you know we have this blueprint that you know uh, misbehavior equals yelling, you know, you know, it, it's just because, you know, when I misbehaved, I was yelled at. So like, we have this blueprint in our head, whenever a child is misbehaving or not doing what we're asking them off, immediately, we we lose the patience and we lose it because that's what was mild to that. And, and by default, we're just doing that. And yeah. when I started this journey. That's when I understood. So, so I'll tell you, like, I understood cognitively, I understood all of these things. But it took me a while to really embody it in the moment. When mm. my child would be throwing a tantrum, all these teachings went out the window. I just couldn't embody it. Yes. I was like wrong with you you know this now you should why can't you just apply it johan i kept asking and it was a lot of inner work that i had to do myself uh you know because i kept bringing my stuff into my you know my story is not my child's story you know you know and i i need to totally separate that out and come in with a clean slate and understand this human being is completely different and let me uh, try to understand this this human being and help him guide him and mm-hmm. and it takes you know a lot of inner work like one some of my parents who work with me they take this information and run with it and there's some who takes a while like i have some clients i'm working it's been a year you know uh, and now they're starting to like for them and embody what they're learning because they're coming in with so much baggage you know sibling conflicts sibling rivalries they're bringing their stories their sibling stories and i I keep saying you know your sibling is not your child you gotta you gotta separate it out and Mm. it requires a lot of inner work before you can come in with that you know show up for your child fully without any baggage
0: (laughs) and cut cutting parents some slack we're all going through stuff too.
1: And self-compassion. <laughs> yes. Self-compassion is one of the biggest tools I teach. Like you got to give yourself self-compassion. You can't. You're human at the end of the day. So, you know, it's about it's about progress not perfection.
0: So, when we talk about the emotional regulation, is it just that what you described or is there more to it?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, this is something that grows out of this, what we call embodied sense of feeling regulated, you know, with the help of others. So when, when for instance, when a baby, you know, again, you know, it involves, involves the touching baby, you know, it, you know, involves the baby's body, not just saying, Hey baby, I hope you feel better. Right. So it involves burping, changing, kissing, rocking, nursing, and bottle fe- feeding, you know, you know, whatever you do, right. It starts with the baby's body. Emotional regulation starts with the idea of co-regulation with your primary caregiver in in human beings. And that's where emotional regulation starts. And here is an example, you know, what it looks like later on, right? Eventually, emotional regulation is using the tools you have, right? And it could be a variety of tools, but let's just say, you know, one tool is talking to yourself and telling yourself or, or others like, hmm, this isn't such a huge deal. You know, I think I'm okay, you know, instead of blowing up and crying or feeling desperate or, or hitting or kicking or screaming, right? So if we think about toddlerhood, let's just say, you know, like I give you that example of a restaurant, right? The child is going to, you know, throw a tantrum at that age, two mm. and three years old. But, you know, when you come in with that compassion and first self-compassion for yourself that and, you know, like not now I don't care if there are 10 people, you know, at the bus staff, if if, if my daughter is pushing me away or for some reason, I'm not embarrassed. I'm not like after doing this in work, I'm not like feeling like, oh, everybody's watching me and my child is misbehaving. You know, you know, what do I like? I'm totally able to completely Put that aside Mm -hmm. because now i'm not yearning for see my inner child and everybody's inner child is different what they're yearning my inner child wanted to be seen you know as a kid i wanted to be seen for me so when i when i'm not called like oh johnny is an amazing mother like you know if i'm not you know that's what i was yearning for my own parents that you know when i go to their place and if my kid is throwing a tantrum there was a lot of pressure because i you know in my you know four walls around in the house they could be whatever but when we went out when there was family involved i wanted to make sure my child behaves and i would put a lot of pressure on myself a lot of pressure on my child and make sure they behaved <laughs> i'll have a lot of pep talks before words and I-, I was just doing that because it was my need i was trying to fulfill mm-hmm. in the process that i need to be called a good mom like i want my mom to tell me "John, you're an amazing mom you're doing a good job as a parent and i don't care anymore if my child is throwing a tantrum for anything now it doesn't bother me what others have opinion on it you know if they feel my child is misbehaving i'm not doing a good job i know i'm what i'm doing is best for me and for my child in this moment and i'm sticking with that and i'm 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 very um uh convinced with that
0: i love what we're talking about because we're not just talking about the kids we're talking about the parents and right.
1: It starts with us.
0: <laughs> it does. It does.
1: Just parenting, it starts with us.
0: And we have, we all have issues. Anybody that says they don't, you need to have a talk with yourself <laughs> because we all do uh, from our upbringing. And we bring a lot of that into our parenting, but until we realize what we're doing and why we're doing it. And after a while we don't even, I believe we don't even know we're doing it the way we speak to our children. Sometimes I I think we go on autopilot instead of taking every situation and examining it. And every situation can be different just because, you know, little Johnny had a meltdown because there was no Mac and cheese on Tuesday and he's doing it, you know, on Friday. There may be other things involved in that, that we're not, we just, we just view it as face value. But when we talk about, um, self-regulating skills with our children How, how do you mean that how do you teach those what are the tools for that
1: yeah so here's how it happens you know the learning doesn't happen by what we teach them but how we are with them so when a young child is going through a difficult time right they learn through the experience of being understood and of having the parents you know go down and connect with them during their distress right so an example would be let's say you know The toddler is just so upset because uh, when they, you know, uh, the example, you know, uh, you know, the, you know, we picked up a brown cup, you know, because the pink cup was in the dishwasher and they're just so upset about it. And rather than lecturing them about the cup is in the dishwasher. Right. This is this is good enough. You know, just just drink out of the, you know, this brown cup and daddy, daddy, da which, you know, I'm sure, I know I did a lot. (laughs) I'm sure the parents have done it a lot Uh, when I hadn't learned it, you know, all of these things, right? So it would be acknowledging in that moment, oh, wow, you know, this is hard. This is difficult. That pink cup is your favorite cup, right? And it's in the dishwasher. Oh. I'm so sorry. And, and, you know, you might even, you know, you know, depending on the child, you might even say things like, oh, you know, that was a surprise to you. You know, that was so unexpected. And you expected the pink cup, you know, to be there because that's calling out that, you know, what we call the prediction error. Uh, You know, the brain is predicting one thing and something else is happening. Right. So Hmm. just, just to be, compassionately present with them is just so powerful, you know, because that is what over time helps them build that self-regulation. So it's really not, not taught, you know, it is experienced through our, what we call the responsive, uh, responsive interactions, which is hard Mm -hmm. and impossible to do all the time. I get it. Right. So, you know, we don't want parents to think like, Oh no, I'm failing at this you know there's no blaming no shaming and i know you have multiple multiple times men, mentioned that how you know you you remember how when you your little ones were little you know so there's no blaming no shaming you know you don't have to be perfect you don't have to do it all the time it's just when you can right children are very resilient when you can have those moments of empathy and say you know like like i said you know i i see you you know this is hard and you are not alone right giving them the message that you're not alone and in this process of feeling uncomfortable, you know, sitting with them in that uncomfortable space. It is what builds that self-future, self, self-regulation, self right? So that's one thing we can do. There's do you another- feel...
0: I just yeah. want to jump in on that point yeah, yeah. before we go to the next one, Jahanvi. Do you feel sometimes we should just say, pick your battles? Because I'm not even talking two hours ago. My daughter's yeah. 15 and yeah. I... She, I want to hear this <laughs> I, poured her, I poured her a drink it was a new one that we got it was about a certain type of ice tea right so I put some ice in it poured in there and I just went and just tasted it I've done it before sometimes we've shared like try this it's really good I just tasted yeah, yeah. it and i like alright here you go she goes I'm like I-, I can't drink that I'm like really no no you drank out of it like, alright so I pour it in the sink and I take the cup and I go to pour more in and she's like ah, well, you gotta get a different cup I'm like, okay, she's never yeah. done it before. Um, that I and you know what? I could have fought that, whatever. So that my point, I was like, well, that's odd. She never did that before. Um, yeah. And maybe she was just feeling that way. Maybe you know, they read stuff on the internet too. You know, maybe it's something about terms. I don't know. I didn't even question it. It's like, all right, whatever. Just pour another one, and here you go. I'm not gonna fight it. Um, pick your battles. Do you think it's also you just have to analyze the situation and just say? That's not really that important, you know. Could I have confronted it? Come on, we've done it a million times. You're okay with it, you know. It used to be a joke where I would I would have to sample something like to make sure it's okay. Jokingly, I really want to see what it tastes like. Um, yeah. But I just I let it go. And no matter what age, do you think sometimes we need to look at it that way and just say, I'm going to let it go. It's a, it's not worth it. It's okay. It's okay.
1: Can I ask you if we could shift our mindset just a little bit for for a second? Sure. <laughs> From, from battle and from like confronting, right? Like we, we are always in that, even whether it's two or 15 year old, right? We, and us too as adults, right? We, we have unreasonable things we do sometimes, you know? So for 15 sure. year old, yes, it's a body of a big kid, but you know, they're still like, I don't know if I mentioned this yet, but our prefrontal cortex is not fully developed till our mid twenties. Yep. And we forget that sometimes when we see big bodies in front of us who who are amazing at math and science, but simple as you know putting the milk in the refrigerator doesn't happen after they're done, right. you know, out their milk. So you know sometimes we forget, and it makes us u- upset, frustrated. Like you know you get this big stuff, but you don't get this little things. And hmm. you remember, the brain is not fully developed. Now, on the next thing, I want to say, like, you know, like coming with, first of all, you know, I always tell all of my parents, Q-tip, quit taking it personally. (laughs) Q-tip, quit taking it personally. Love that. that? And that's for any relationship, just not parent-child, right? (laughs) It could help us in any relationship. Wow. And then, you know, you can definitely connect with her that, hey, you know, we, you know, in our family, we're totally sharing, you know, sharing is normal in our family. We do share each other. We test, taste each other's stuff. Uh, do you from now on don't want to do that? Then I'll be more mindful of it. Like maybe, you know, like, or, you know, just asking her, maybe she has, like you said, she's read something and it, it get curious, you know, like as a parent, get curious, you know, like my child has never done that before. This is the first time she's done it. Mm-hmm. And I'm curious, you know, and, and letting her know, I'm just curious. It's not about confronting her or, or, or like I said, picking your battle. It's just like, you know, I'm just curious, you know, like this is very normal in our we, family.
0: And, and, and I love what you said. We were on the run. So I didn't have time to go, okay. dig into it, but yes, be curious. Yeah. Like, how come we over, we've always done that? And uh, but I love what you just said—the Q-tip thing. Whoa, fantastic! We forget about that. We take we turn internalize everything personally, Let, like it's an attack on us. It's not. Yeah. It's not.
1: It's- it's not and you know there's could be so many things going on underneath what you know she she may not be even mindful like you know I'll tell you like last time my son has been sick last two days and he's then gone to school last night was very hard and this morning wasn't a most conscious mornings in in this household this morning. And, you know, I was getting triggered right and left. And, you know, I had to get to this interview. I had to get ready. My son was homesick. I had to get my daughter to school. There was a lot going on. Mm -hmm. So I had to give myself grace too that I haven't had good night's sleep you know, my son hasn't had good night's sleep. My husband also didn't have it. So we're all on each other's case this morning. Wow. And it, it was rough. And, uh, you know, eventually, you know, I just, you know, I took some breaths. I was like, okay, you know what, what we need to do, we need to do. Either we do it with lashing out <laughs> or we do it in a calmly manner. You know, we are all going through something right now. It's not just me. I, I'm not taking, you know, my daughter doing something personally right now. I I know. And it's, See, i shifted before i used to call it like picking your battles but now i've shifted that okay you know what we're going to address this later we're not you know it's we're in a time crunch and we're not you know mm-hmm. but i personally i don't think this is going to work for everyone but i put it down on the phone because i i forget so i put down anything that comes up for me because especially with young kiddos. You know, any logic, any reasoning, even what teenagers—it's wow. not gonna work when their emotions are going high. It's not gonna work. You, us lecturing, talking, teaching—anything—it's not gonna work. So I jotted down on my notepad in my phone, and then when we are really connecting, when we feel like we are in more of receptive mode, that's when I bring up—not in a confrontation, confrontation mode, but in a curiosity mode—that you know, yesterday you said something. What what did you mean? I'm really curious to know. I would love to know what's going on for you. You know, Mm. when you hit your sister, I was wondering what went on, what was going on for you in those moments.
0: Wow. Okay. Love that. Get up
1: later. Like, I know it's hard because we're so used to, like, in the moment, I, you know, let's get on the table and talk it out and resolve this right at this minute.
0: (laughs) And there's so much going on. So to remember it, you know, that's in the rear view. I'm on to today. I'm on to tomorrow. (laughs) Um, But so, you know, you bring up a great point uh to hanvi that it's okay to bring those things up if you do it in the right way you know, you know i'm yes. thinking, thinking about yesterday and you didn't let me you did not want me to drink out of your cup um how come i just i'm wondering why you always did but things are different now any reason why would it be approached that way just a, a curious kind of question
1: absolutely yeah yeah okay. I, I, as long as yeah it's coming from <laughs> that you know pure curious curiosity yeah absolutely mm. And you know what? You you may have such a connecting moment. You end up having, you know. And I would love to hear from you. You can email me or something if you have end up having this conversation. How it goes, you know. You may have the most connecting moment. Like she may come and share with you something that you didn't know was going on in her life. Who knows? For sure. Something happening for her in that moment, and you know she was just like you know, like,
0: Oh, oh you know, she, she, you know, or it could have been something as simple as a friend got sick and traced it back to, you know, sharing cups hypothetical here. Yeah. I don't know. Didn't have yeah. time. Cause we were running out the door. Um, but yeah, these are all great tips. You were, can I ask you one question? We like literally sure. uh, are out of time, I
1: know. but I'm,
0: I, and it doesn't have to be a long answer.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Do you feel as a parent, once you, recognize all of this and you've worked with children, you know, career-wise for quite some time. Would you say that you are a very much different parent now than you were even two years ago, whatever it might be, you know, depending on the age of your kids, would you say like you're radically different now?
1: I'm definitely a lot more... Compassionate.
0: Okay.
1: I didn't know what empathy meant. I didn't mean, I didn't know what empathy truly meant. Like I knew what it meant, Save. you know, in paper. but I didn't know how to live that. I didn't know how to show compassion towards other people. Yeah. Uh, especially, I think you know, it took me a while to be a conscious parent and embody it. Uh, but it took me a, even longer time to be a conscious wife, and that's still work in progress. Even being a conscious parent is also work in progress because there is so many things we are bringing in, right? You, you know, like you are reparenting yourself while you're parenting your child, and there's so much going on. So I have to give myself a lot of grace a lot of compassion and I would give my husband a lot of grace and compassion because, you know, he's not doing the work I've been putting in. Right. So, you know, we may not be on the same page at times. And, uh, you know, so there's so many things, factors yeah. going on. It's just not me. <clears throat> but yeah, I would say I'm a lot more, I, I have that mindset thing, a lot more the brain mindset where I'm able to see see things better, like you know, having this brain science, brain development knowledge, it's definitely been life changing. And then working, you know, within myself and and understanding, you know, if I'm yelling at my child when they are bickering, why that's coming up for me. I have my old stories going on. Oh, for sure. You know, sibling, I had my story when, you know, so bringing that up and having that awareness, has shifted so much for me in my own parenting.
0: You know what I think it is? And we get to get to the masterclass, yes. but you're saying what I'm thinking in myself. I would have answered the same exact way. And I'll rephrase it. Instead of saying, are you a different parent? You've grown as a parent and as an individual from where you were to now. So yeah, you're the same parent, but you've grown in many different ways to even be a better parent. Masterclass coming up, totally free. How do we learn more about that? How do we sign up?
1: Yes. So I would love to invite any parent who's been listening to me, uh, and are curious, getting more and more curious and want to learn more about conscious parenting and, and, and co-regulating and self-regulation and all that, I would love to invite you to my free masterclass, uh, Mindset Shifts in Parenting. And it's for any age, whether you have a newborn or a teenager or even an adult child, this is going to be helpful to you. And, and you know the, what you learn under in conscious parenting, you can apply it in any of your relationships. So it's going to be beneficial to all. I would love to invite you, Steve, as well. <laughs> If you can join uh, and uh, it's, you can uh, sign up for it. You can actually put yourself into waiting list right now under authenticallyparenting.com forward slash masterclass. So you Love can it. sign up for free there.
0: I will uh, sign up and show up with a, a red solo cup full of iced tea. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Yeah. Jahanvi, uh, always great talking with you. Learn so much, even in just a few minutes, I can't imagine what a parent can learn when they work with you as a coach. Thank you so much for today.
1: Thank you so much for having me, Steve. It's
0: been wonderful. Appreciate it. All right, we'll talk soon. We'll be right back. Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network.
1: Of course my kid's in the right car seat. Well, I think he is.
0: Yeah, my kid's in a booster
1: seat. He was ready to move up. He is ready, right? Her car seat looks like the right size.
0: There are probably rules on when to move up to a booster seat, aren't there?
1: Rear-facing, forward-facing? I think I have it right.
0: Car crashes are a leading killer of children 1 to 13. Are your children in the right car seat for their age and size? Don't think you know. Know you know. Go to safercar.gov slash the right seat. I know my child's in the right car seat. Or else I wouldn't get in the driver's seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council.